It is the Chicagoverse United Audio Podcast cover story series, featuring interviews with the premier talent in the Chicago music community who are making the lead stories this month at ChicagoverseUnited.com. My name is Haima Black. This week, an interview with Mike Perry and Austin Kieltiaz of Supreme Cuts in support of their new album, Whispers in the Dark, out now. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black, outside the empty bottle, post-soundcheck, and I am here with Mike and Austin from Supreme Cuts. How is everybody doing tonight? Pretty good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you guys, you've been super, super, super busy. So, uh, you know, kind of like bring us up to speed. What's been going on? Like, how has the year been for you guys? Pretty much we finished up our full first full-length record, which is Whispers in the Dark, which is an instrumental record, just me and Mike, uh, for Dovecoat Records. But simultaneously, we've been working on a rap release for Mishka, which originally started off as instrumentals, then was going to be... Uh, uh, guest appearances from all our favorite rappers. Then we decided to focus with Halik and then, but still bring a bunch of guest appearances on. So we've just been mixing that for like eight months. <laughs> Finally we're done and then, uh, a slew of remixes and then we, we like to do mixes as well, like, uh, mixes of other people's music every once in a while. Although we're not DJs, we still like to share music with other people and stuff like that. So we've been doing a lot of mixes as well. Playing a ton too. Yeah, uh, it's been <laughs> it's been busy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just did a bunch of stuff. Sorry, I'm uh, I'm spacing <laughs> That's right, on man. this one. <laughs> you got I mean, you guys have been super super busy. What is driving that compulsion? Like, where is that motivation coming from? Because not every set of artists, not every group, works as hard as I feel like you guys are working right now. Where is that coming from? Well, I can give you the honest answer right now, and that is money yeah man <laughs> because you know what me and austin if anyone have known us have been the brokest dudes for years it's been awful and i don't know just driving to hopefully just go better so you know we can make a career out of this isn't a hobby you know and it's starting to get to that point which is cool but it's also just like yeah we're locked in the studio like 10 12 hour days every day and it starts to like <laughs> like hannah barbera like cartoon background just like going like the same after a while but like it's good i'd rather have that yeah than like i don't know like <laughs> working a desk job or something i'd like yeah i'd or like a factory <laughs> sorry i'd like to add uh yeah we want to make money but that's just so we continue making the music that we like making it's not it's yeah, a, i have to clarify yeah that absolutely <laughs> we I, yeah, he got it it's not just to put like another swimming pool in your backyard no no i have yeah yeah, I'm already good with with like my two. <laughs> if we wanted, if it was a, if it was a get rich quick scheme, it, our music would sound way. Yeah, we'd different. probably use a lot more like wobble bass. And, yeah, because I feel like that's a cool get rich quick scheme. Become like a the biggest dubstep artist. And it, yeah, I'd rather yeah. Go. <laughs> next question. Yeah, next yeah. question. Next question. <laughs> well, you know the record, uh, the official debut full length, Whispers in the Dark, that just came out. You know, congrats on that. Like, how has the response been? Because it's been out, like, you know, a couple days now. All of our peers, uh, other musicians we respect, love it and understand it. Some people think that it's a, a, a slow burner, which it is, but we purposely made it for repeated listens. So um, I think that people who are fans of Supreme Cuts and really, like, um, have listened to our music knew what to expect and are going to be really captivated by, by the record. But, um... Yeah, um, it's there's no there's no club bangers on it. There's no hit singles. There's no hooks. It's kind of a it's just a, a, an ambient record. We wanted to make it you know just the mo the prettiest like most you the best album we can make. Yeah, and also we didn't want to make another 
Trouble, which we made last year that came out in August. We wanted to do something different, especially with having a little bit more time to play around with and like try new things and just kind of get out of our element. So, you know, it's the worst making the same record twice, you know. Yeah, man. Well, you know, was there a lot of outside assistance with this? Did you guys have, like, any outside producers, or was this really kind of a two-man inside job? It was just mostly a two-man inside job. It was me and Austin. We made the whole thing, and then we mixed it at my house. And then we had uh, this guy, uh, big bass Brian Gardner master, who mastered, like, all of R. Kelly's records and, like, <laughs> like all of, like, like the Chronic 2001 and, like, like all everyone this. Everyone Biscuit record, yeah, too. everyone Biscuit record. <laughs> so, so he mastered, he mastered it. Uh, we were originally supposed to, uh, to mix and master it with, uh, Oh, I forgot what the guy's name was, but he produced Daydream Nation. But we had already mixed the record, so he, we had no business working with him because it was already done. Yeah, we, we thought he would be perfect because he mixed Daydream Nation, but also mixed It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back. Yeah. Huge. So we thought it was a, a cool connection between hip-hop and noise because we've always seen the connection, and then to find out that it was the same guy, and then he liked the music, blah, blah, blah. But apparently he works mostly with vocals, and there's not really any vocals to mix on the album. So Well, you know, something I thought that was interesting, I was reading um, one of the interviews you guys have done recently, and you were talking about how there's a lot of Chicago references in the song titles. Is it cool if we run down a couple of those? Oh, we can talk about we can talk about all of them, yeah. Because I, I recognize some of them, and then I didn't recognize others, so let's start with just E2. Oh, E2, it's the, uh, the famous Chicago nightclub that sure. was closed down uh, because everyone got trampled when someone got uh, blasted with mace and no one could get out and that was a big deal and actually the the funny thing about that if you like really know your shit here and like the track listing uh e2's like i think like track three or four and underneath it in the track list is epitome which was the restaurant underneath e2 so dude i like, like that that's a pretty deep cut one uh 18th Obviously, 18th Street. Sure, uh, Pilsen. It, it's a dual meaning. It's supposed to be 18th Street, but it's also like the feeling of your 18th birthday. Like, oh, I'm the king type of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Val Venus, which was a king, king Louis reference, yeah. but he ended up making a song called Val Venus. Even though we made this record like day after, like we finished it day after Thanksgiving, but what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, there's a Whispers in the Dark. Oh, Whispers in the Dark. With Chris Michaels, the R&B show, and yeah. WGCI after nine. Yeah, after nine. Because <laughs> that's what it was supposed This was supposed to be our grown and sexy music, I guess. You know, at least compared to Trouble. <laughs> but I found out we weren't supposed to say that because I guess first record, you can't really constitute grown or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> oh, whatever, man. What about a uh, Ciroc Waterfalls? I saw that. Oh, that's not a Chicago reference at all. That's just Ciroc Vodka. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to, like, place where that went in the city. I don't know. We just, we've always kind of joked around about that. I kind of like the idea of of empires run by rappers, like, like a big boy Wait, breeding pit bulls. I think DJ shit. Twin and Ferris are Ciroc boys, though. Yeah. So that counts yeah. as a Chicago reference. It's very loose Chicago <laughs> reference if we can, if we're still trying to, like, you know, make Still the family feud board, like, ding up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now, you know, talking about the Chicago connection, I saw, again, in one of the recent interviews, you guys were talking about some of the Chicago talent that you dig, and you were mentioning some of, like, the lawless artists, like uh, King Louie, yeah. Katie Got Bands. Who else are you guys digging in Chicago, like, local talent here? Sasha Gohard, of course. Sasha Gohard's new record has, it just came out yesterday, and the, the production on it is so next level. It's, like, it's shocking. 
I don't know. They just try things that no one does, like, as far as production. And she's also obviously a great MC that just keeps growing. Yeah, it's been a controversial school of thought. I, at least I think. I don't know. But, like, me and Austin kind of like the Sasha mixtape better than the new King Louie one that came out. Doesn't mean I don't like the new King Louie one, because there's obviously, like, a lot of really great songs. He delivers a lot of funny lines, like... <laughs> Uh, talks about him being a selfish lover, like everything. Like I think I saw that. I mean, this is like his second or third mixtape this year, I believe, too, yeah. right? Yeah, because there was there was a motion picture which came out, which everyone loved, and there was another one I can't think of it. Like earlier this year. Yeah. Oh no, well, like Band Up, Band Up, but I think that came out before in two thousand. Well, regardless. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> little Dirk. I love Little Dirk. I can't wait till his album comes out. Yeah, I'm so glad he's on Def Jam. Hopefully the sound doesn't change. Yeah. yeah. Uh, little Reese is great. There's a cool Hell Rel cameo on his record or on his mixtape. DJ Drama mixes it. Uh, who else? Obviously the drum. Mm-hmm. They're great. Who you guys are really really tight with. Oh yeah yeah. There we were hanging out with Brandon yesterday. And hanging out in a hot tub with Brandon yesterday, no big was, deal. He was hanging out. With, I was hanging out with my girlfriend. He was, <laughs> I, was, I was at home. Um, but yeah, the um, search man are great. Uh, Mr. Lies is very good. Uh, we just met him for the first time. Oh, the new How to Dress Well record is oh. going to be absolutely next level. Yeah. Total loss. The new How to Dress Well record is, is really great. I'm trying to think of what else there's. I feel like I'm forgetting someone big, but we'll just skip. That's all right. Yeah, I mean, that's plenty to go off of. Yeah. Now, talk about something else that I thought was really, really interesting. You guys did a remix of Maroon 5's Payphone, which is this huge fucking, like, summer jam. And that is on, I think, what, like, the deluxe edition of their new record that's, like, yeah. in, at Target or something? Yeah, I, I was going, well, it was funny. The day it came out, I didn't know it came out, but I went to, uh, I went to go by video games or some like jack off type like thing yeah and i like saw a bunch of them like lined up and i like picked it up like looked at it and saw it was like 17 bucks knew i wasn't gonna get a dime of that (laughs) and then just kind of like put it put it to the side but yeah it's been weird it's been strange to see how our fans have reacted to it well yeah that was something i was gonna ask is there any kind of like backlash or were you guys concerned about maybe like we do this maroon 5 record is that gonna kind of like put people off or I think it's funny above everything. I don't know. That's kind of the main reason why we did it. You know, we thought it was, <laughs> we thought it would be really funny, especially like to be on a Target version of a CD like us. <laughs> and it's like, like the huge, I mean, it's such a huge song. Such a huge song. So yeah. funny. Yeah, I mean, we just, I had to pay rent. Maroon 5 is hilarious. My mom watches his show every day, so I know my mom would finally be psyched about Supreme Cuts. So it's really, it was really just, Okay, I can pay rent. My mom will be so happy. Also, I just remember, like, being in, like, eighth grade watching, like, Maroon f- Maroon 5's first song on, like, MTV. It's just kind of funny that it all came full circle and they asked us. And I guess the way, the way we knew we'd get away with it is just make it very, very, very supreme cuts. Yeah. And the only slack we've gotten from fans is that we didn't pitch down the vocals, which we definitely did at first, but we ha- we just realized the man hosts a show called The Voice. We can't really alter <laughs> You can't it. fuck his I'm voice. Sure that he's very, very confident and cocky about his exact voice, you know? Which he should be. He makes millions. So we left it. We left it. It's been funny, though. 
I think, yeah, it was mostly to just show our, our families, because, like, we can't tell them, like, oh, we got, like... We're in like, Fader this month. Yeah, we're in Fader this month, or we got, <laughs> yeah. like, a breaking through thing on Resident Advisor, because, like, I tried telling my dad that stuff, and he's just like, ooh, like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know. So it's like, I think it was just to show our parents that we just haven't been dicking around <laughs> for the past year. It's really funny how many artists I talk to, and I'll bring up something that's starting to get some, like, real attention, and they're like, oh, yeah, that was my mom be proud of me. Like, that's yeah. like a constant motivating factor. I think, <laughs> I just think, yeah, it was mostly just cool brag for my parents. Yeah. Uh, did you guys get to hear back from Maroon 5? Did you ever get any feedback from them, from Adam? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not them personally. We heard that everyone heard it and, like, loved it right away. I don't know. They nice. like, We didn't hear anything bad. They, like, we didn't have to change anything or anything like that. So I assume it was good. Yeah. That's pretty rad. Now, what else is coming up? Because you guys have just got this, like, laundry list of stuff. I mean, I know that there's talks of, like, a new record, like, starting work on a new record in the fall, and you got the Mishka mixtape. Kind of run down it again for us. Okay, so... Whispers in the Dark just dropped. In August, our first full-length rap mixtape will come out, but we made it, I mean, as Supreme goes, we always kind of will. We'll make it, it's going to be like a record. It's not going to be like a hodgepodge collection of songs. It's kind of like another, it's like another full-length, but it's kind of us joining up with Halik Mall, and then a lot of our other friends in the rap game, people that we respect, people that we wanted to work with and are, like, really proud to have worked with. So that comes out in August. Then we get to go on a little tour which I'm very excited about. Polisa. With Polisa, who's a um, yeah, a singer that's a band from Minneapolis who's really good, really talented. Mm-hmm. Probably going to work with her in the future, hopefully. Yeah. And then um, once we get back from that, we're going to um, do some production one-offs for other rappers' albums, but we can't, we can't really yeah. stay. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, we're going to start working on an all-vocal EP, which this is like just the beginning stage. <laughs> all-vocal EP tentatively called Divine Ecstasy, which is just, um, yeah, um, more vocal-based, kind of R&B, but a lot lot of dance music, still very supreme cuts, just slightly less ambient, more vocal-based. It's been the plan since the beginning, after we do the rap, to to do some vocal tracks. We're just at the point, we haven't, like, really sat down to admit, like, the last original that we made under our name that wasn't a rap or a remix type thing was Silk, and that was back in February. And I'm just, we're just ready to get back in the studio because we've had so many remixes. We've had so much, like, other production work, uh, rap, the rap mixtape, which has been a headache in and of itself, you know what I mean? But obviously great. Uh, you know, I'm just ready to go back to kind of, like, working on what we know best, and that's what our records are. Well, you know, final question for you guys, because you guys are not strangers to the music game, to doing this. You know, you, you've done other projects. What has been the best part about this specific project, about being in and doing supreme cuts i think i think a lot of it just has to do with us kind of being honest with ourselves making the music that we want to make not like i guess once we started making the track we stopped really like following up with trends because you know we want this to be you know mean something in a couple years as opposed to just some weird little phase i guess down the musical road and like whatever but yeah i it's it's been great just making music that I feel like is representative of myself. Yeah. This is exactly how I feel. I just like being in a project that I can fully get behind, and I I just um, 
Yeah, it's just I, it's just me, us doing the best we can do, and that just feels really satisfying yeah. as a musician. I guess. And pushing ourselves every production. Forgot that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely the growing, pushing that kind of stuff. Because if you if your st- stagnation is death. I don't know what philosopher said that, but it's true. And it's just nice to have something where we get to challenge ourselves. Well, I dig it, man. Um, Austin and Mike, so glad we got you guys on the podcast. And I couldn't be happier with everything happening for you. I dig the record, and best of luck with everything you got in front of you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. <laughs> this has been the Chicago First United Audio Podcast Cover Story Series. Thanks to Mike Perry and Austin Kieltiaz of Supreme Cuts for being on the show this week. Check out the group's new record, Whispers in the Dark, out now. You can find past episodes of the Chicago vs. United audio podcast at chicagoverseunited.com, including interviews with Flostradamus, Gemini Club, The Hood Internet, and many, many more. You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at dynastypodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.